Mm-hmm. Oh my god, y'all! This is like I did not take good notes. I was so uninterested. Wow. Maybe you're the one who's forced to listen, and maybe I'm the super fan now. Okay. You know wow. what? <laughs> Ryan, don't hold back. By the way. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to uh, this opinionated host. <laughs> <laughs> It was something. I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> oh, come on. We could still use that. Now, why are you trying to be so perfect? You just keep talking. Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk, your Star Wars podcast. For us super fans. And those of us who are forced to listen to them. Today is someday, and someday we're calling it a wrap on season three of The Mandalorian. Like a sandwich? Like a sandwich. Are you ready? I'm ready, Brian. Let's get into this thing and drink up. Drink up. This is Red Five. I'm going in. Hello there, Pop-Pop. Hello there. How are you? I am well. How are you doing? I am doing great, actually. Excellent. Well, yeah. this is great to hear. I love it. Mm-hmm. You Tell know what? me more. I'm not even going to ask you about your week. Oh, okay. Sorry, because there's the news is too good. The news is good. Ding dong. The Wicked Witch is dead. Tucker Carlson. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're fired. You're out. Oh, God, I'm so happy. The best I, is when they're eating each other over there. Oh, that was one of their own, and now they've... It really is. And you know what? I think the Fox News literally is used to eating, like, the finest of filet mignons, mm-hmm. or probably veal, because they're probably, like, gross, and <laughs> no shade to veal eaters, but there's something a little weird about veal. veal. Anyways, they're used to the finer things, mm-hmm. right? And now I think they're all eating at their local, their neighborhood Applebee's. <laughs> and they're getting some like fast frozen steaks and they're not happy about it. And so they got rid of Tucker. They just got rid of him and like a big emotional like fight. And I'm here for it. I hope it was really, really gay for and like an anti. contributed to the bill of 700, almost 800 million dollars mm-hmm. that they had to pay recently. Which is why they're eating at Applebee's. Right. <laughs> I'm sure Trump <laughs> called him up and said, you fire him. Oh, God. You know, I if, mm, I mean, I don't like Fox News particularly. I've watched it because I try to watch all of them at least for like f- five, ten minutes. Education. Yeah. Um, I am one to believe that I if look, I don't like the news. The news like those networks are not the news. They're TV shows. And Fox got caught this time. And I'm sure a lot of you are going to unsubscribe because I know there are a lot of very liberal people that listen to the show. Obviously, we're gay. Um, but we're if, Fox, gay? if Fox News did it, CNN's doing it, too. 
Like we know all those anchors are not as liberal as they claim to be. It's happening on it's happening on both sides. It's just like let's be real. That's what's going well, on. I mean, maybe not to those extremes. Tucker Carlson was extremely vocal yeah. on gay issues that really, unless he was gay, he should have had nothing. To have oh my god, an opinion on so. the dude is a one hundred percent total transphobe, and I feel like every time yeah. I watched him, he figured out a way to so like rip he on opened trans up people. His own can he of worms did. for the hate that he got. At least from us. So. Yep, he did, and uh, good. Anyways, ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> but you know what? I do think that it brings up an interesting thing mm-hmm. that um, parts of this season finale of The Mandalorian did really well. What did you think of that transition? How was that? That was smooth. Okay. Um, if you're new here. I love The Mandalorian. If you would have listened to us, maybe you have listened, maybe you've been here from the beginning, but I love the first two seasons of The, of the Mandalorian. I love Din Djarin so much. Like, literally my favorite character, I think. He's, he, yeah. in this new era of Brian and Star Wars, Din Djarin is my favorite character. However, I did not particularly like this season, and I have found it very hard to talk about because I don't want to not like a Star Wars. Although the season was beautiful, it probably never looked better oh. than it did this season. It was really well done in as far as aesthetics and the sets, and it was beautiful. Honestly, it, was beautiful. it really it was it the was writing beautiful. that was a little rough. Oh, the writing! Yeah. The writing was awful. And thank you for bringing that up because honestly, look, look, I even just rewatched it's the episode. It's nice that you can like one and not yeah, 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 you know, and, be, the, and be okay with the other. And the back half of this episode like really worked for me. Like it really, like I was a sobbing mess. It really, it really landed for me the back half, probably like the last 10 minutes. Like, um, and honestly it was so good that it's kind of made up for the season for me. So I'm very, very happy that it ended on a very high (laughs) for me. Okay. Um, so here's the deal. I don't remember a lot about this episode. I rewatched the episode today because I couldn't remember what was going on and I still don't remember because I didn't particularly like it. And it's not, it's just, it was like chewing gum. It was in one ear and out the other, as my husband constantly says. So I don't have a lot to talk about other than some of the things that worked for me and some of the ones that didn't. The thing is collectively, I just felt like it wasn't cohesive. Mm -mm. You know, I didn't even really see the strand that would run through all eight episodes that connected to the end. Maybe as we got to the end, but it seemed like there was a lot of filler, a lot of Saturday morning. I think, you know, there's here's the deal. I love that we have Star Wars that is both the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and Andor. I loved Andor. But when I was watching Andor, I couldn't wait for the Mandalorian because the Mandalorian always left happy. You always knew he was going to make it out okay. There's always going to be a happy ending. Like no matter how bad it got, you knew that there was like something good happening and that show is always playful no matter how bad it gets it's always still playful which is except for last season's season finale because um grogu was removed yes well a lot of people love that like that really i i will say i mean but we talked about that when like Mm -hmm. i think this new like Grogu being the Jedi that's happening and there's more of that in this episode like it made me really happy that he was with Luke for a while because I do think Luke taught him so much and there's a lot of wonderful things going on there more to come back to a little pin in the politics talk um but yeah I like I don't remember a lot 
about it. And I think, unfortunately, you brought up the, like, you're getting lost or a win. I think Andor did it so well, where they had a lot of different characters with, like, a lot of different stories going on. And they weaved in and out. In one episode, you'd get, you'd, like, follow characters along for a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And this season of The Mandalorian didn't really do that. It was like, here's this story. We're going to put it all in one episode. Here's another story. We're going to put it all in this episode. And it made it feel not connected. And I really liked the episode on Coruscant with Dr. Pershing and Elia Kane. Like I really liked that. I loved seeing Coruscant. I loved everything they talked about, but that episode, which should have really paid off by the season finale, didn't like last week we saw Elia Kane on Coruscant. We found out she was working with, Mm -hmm. with Gideon. Right. But those happened a long time ago and it just didn't land the way I think they wanted it to where I feel like a lot of the season, most of this, you're right. It was beautiful. It was just poorly written and it was poorly edited. And you know, there was a cliffhanger with that, that character. Now we just kind of left out Dr. Pershing out in the wing there Yep, in the wind. I think not only with Dr. Pershing, but even with the Yeah. Yeah. Cause she wasn't in the final nope, episode. No, nope. I think what would be interesting and what would have been better, I think for me is if that like Coruscant episode had kind of been strung out all season long and we got like five, 10 minutes each episode. And then before the final two episodes, we got to, like, what if we really fell in love with Elia Kane and Dr. Pershing together as mm-hmm. best buds, these new Imperials that once worked for Gideon, Gideon hasn't come back yet. Things are better. And then like she fries his brains and boom, there's Gideon. Like, like you would have been heartbroken that she instead of like, oh, damn, which was a cool twist. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Like the biscuit eating. I mean, come on, give the woman an Oscar just for the way she ate that biscuit. It was amazing. Um, same with with Carson Teva, the New Republic stuff, the guy, the right. X-Wing guy. Like I think had those plot points been spread along because we circle back to him again at the end. And now Boba or Din Djarin's like, I'm a bounty hunter. But I want to be a good guy bounty hunter now. Like all of that stuff didn't pan play off the way it should have. Right. Which brought me back to the feeling of filler. As but the casual exactly. fan, I just yep. saw a bunch of filler. Which it didn't time. need to be filler. That if no. it, the show was edited together better, it wouldn't have felt like filler. Because you wouldn't have gotten too much Carson Teva in one episode. You wouldn't have gotten too much of Pershing and Elia Kane in one episode going, why is this episode here? Mm-hmm. If it was sprinkled in throughout other things, it would have just been like, oh. <clears throat> Which is disappointing because like this season did some really, really amazing things and it wanted to talk about really interesting things that like, I just didn't want to listen because it was written poorly and then edited together in a way that I didn't care, which is a really big bummer. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about some cool stuff that this episode did do. So that's about okay. as negative as I want to get. All right. Right. Cool. Um, I love that um, the return, the season finale of the Mandalorian took a page from Ryan Johnson. And this was like the last Jedi of the Mandalorian. And, the Darksaber, which I'm looking at my toy Darksaber right over there. Love it. My favorite lightsaber. Also, the Darksaber is all of the queers' lightsaber. It is like the gay lightsaber of Star Wars because all Mandalorians are queer. Okay. And here we had Tarvisla, the first Mandalorian Jedi, soon to be two, looking at you. Now we know you as Din Grogu. Um, who's going to bring church and the queers together again because everything can be balanced, including politics, including Fox News and CNN. You really can find balance in things. But the dark you just saber like, is gone now. I know. That's what I love. So yeah. I have like cared about the dark saber for like a decade and a half. 
mm-hmm. like cared about it, loved it. It's amazing. I know a lot of people who just watched the show, but even in the show, they did make it a big deal. And then Moffin Top Gideon just like crushes it and throws it all away. And it's so crazy because, okay, Bo-Katan needed that moment. She needed, but again, I did this, did this season show you how much she loved that dark saber or is this me knowing it because I saw her journey through rebels. I saw that the dark saber killed her sister. I saw this whole legacy of the, of the dark saber, mm-hmm. but I think that's just because I'm a super fan. Yeah. I didn't really get that. She was so hell bent on this thing. Yep. <laughs> I mean, she wanted it, but she, they, made, they made a bigger deal out of it last season yep than this season for sure which is a shame yeah because Eh. no but if it was going to get destroyed this season it should have been that level of big dealness should have been brought up an even bigger notch so the entire audience was like holy crap they just destroyed the dark saber Mm -hmm. but i don't know if you did that i did not yep so like that's what's you know it's disappointing anyways again i was i'm trying not to get negative i'm trying not to focus on that i thought it was really a very tough move though and it was really cool it was a very ballsy move to destroy the dark saber to all of us people mm-hmm. who care that much like i want those moments also you know little din grogu went ran like he just like waddled over there and picked up that kyber crystal because my little baby boy, he's going to make himself a little baby Darksaber. It's going to happen. You know, I was happy to see him have a little bit more to do in this yeah. particular episode. Yep. I've felt the first couple of... The whole most of the most season. Most of the season, he hasn't had a lot to yeah. do. It was really beautiful. We talked about that in our last episode of H&H, about his agency with IG-11 suit and all that. And we got a lot more of that. Um, I love when he went to free Din Djarin from going to wherever he was going to go to get interrogated. Mm -hmm. And like the no no's came back out as to all the um, little Mando stormtrooper people. And then when he was like spraying his little whole face with uh, back to juice, he's like, I'm going to fix you, daddy. It was like (laughs) it was so touching. And honestly, our son, Michael, got up at like 430 to watch it with us. And our son, Michael is that caring of a human being like he literally never puts himself first it's always everybody else and that would have been him if if michael had bacta he'd be like running around the park trying to heal everyone's little cuts and it's really beautiful and made me think of my son and grogu honestly let's be real we have three children i love them all dearly i really do jack eli love you but Din Djarin and Grogu, I just feel like it's Michael and I's relationship. Oh, That's how okay. I feel. Like we're both the two little super fans in the house. Michael is That's honestly true. just as much of a Star Wars fan as I am. He's really into it. He's like getting older now and like the history of Star Wars. He's all about it. I love it. And so he's like my little, my little Din Grogu is my little baby Michael. And he was there. So it was really, it was very, very touching. Um, and then anyways, we run into Moffin Top Gideon again. This is right before he, um, destroys the dark saber and mm-hmm. here is this part was rad too the praetorian guards come back out and i loved the way this was shot because you're pretty cool you just saw this little arm like he looks so scared and also i love how gay the mandoverse is because the way those praetorian guards came out of not only was it dark all of a sudden there was fog there was no steam anywhere before but bitches broke out 
a fog machine, put some backlighting in, and came out like a, like they're at a Lady Gaga concert. They're like, <laughs> and the music goes. They've it's got a drag the, show. It, I mean, a hundred percent. They were like, oh my god, the Praetorian Guards are drag queens, and they're like, we're not only going to take you out, baby, we are going to be shooting a Lady Gaga video while we're doing it. And it was so extra. It was so over the top. They did not need to have that kind of entrance. But there they go. We got that kind of an entrance. And um, it was heartbreaking to see them destroy IG-11. Again, that was another thing. We saw IG-11 and the whole like Frankenstein thing at the very beginning. We ignored that entire that entire arc until the last two episodes. He had it for 10 minutes and he destroyed it. Like... Look, John Favreau, love ya. Clearly, Dave Filoni wasn't there. You are very straight. You are like a <laughs> Boba Fett fan, and this is not the book of Boba Fett that you also kind of messed up. It just felt very basic. Everything the dude was trying to do felt so basic. If I just put it here, it'll work, right? It's as you said. I feel like, oh, see, I can't. I'm trying. I'm trying, y'all. It's not be all that negative, but they have taken advantage they what's the word you always the phrase you're always using jeopardize the integrity perception of mm-hmm. their clients and i think i've been taking advantage of two minutes eight episodes mm-hmm. and i think it's no longer working the parts that i love i love well i mean thank god i have a super fan to force me to watch it every week <sighs> i don't think i'd get up as early oh, as i did well, and i might not be still watching well we although will i be. thought it was great but i just you know. Next year we will be getting up early because I do love the show and season four is going to be great. Hashtag return to form. It will come. Well, um, it won't be. It's going to be 2026, right? Or 25? It's going to be so long. We'll have forgotten how it went. Anyway. I don't think it'll be that long yet. I mean, there was a I pandemic. There was a pandemic in the middle of everything that there really was. Um. <laughs> Anyways, but one of my what I loved, and this is more back to Luke, like uh, Grogu, and now I just want to call him Din Grogu all the time. Grogu being left with Luke, I loved watching him do no fighting with the Praetorian guards. He just kept pushing them away, and he's pushing their weapons away. He was doing nothing mm-hmm. but defensive moves, and I'm also very much a huge, massive The Last Airbender Airbender fan, mm-hmm. and that's very much what Airbenders do. And he reminded me a lot of Aang, and as much as possible, Aang will blow away. You know, he has he's an Airbender, so he can move things, mm-hmm. but he'll push things away. He'll push you away. He won't hurt you. He won't let you hurt other people. But he just pushes you away constantly until like you basically get tired out. And it's what Grogu was doing. It was really beautiful, and I did love seeing him run around the little chandelier. And all I could hear was. Foot loose, foot loose. Everybody <laughs> cut, everybody cut. He was like little Kevin Bacon up there, and it was great. <laughs> I was really high when I was doing no. it. No. No. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so all that was great. I loved I loved Din and Grogu working back together. This show really is I, at its best when it's the two of them together. I don't want to say this show is about Din and Grogu because this season proved that the show is not about Din and Grogu. It, it is about all of the Mandalorians. So I will say now, I think the Mandalorian is at its best when it's about Din and Grogu, when they're the center of it. Because um, I love Bo-Katan. I just wish they would have given her her own show. And dealt she, with a lot that of these. That would be a show. Like, dealt with a lot Mandalore. of the... Right. Something. And I see the rebirth of that 
that yep. planet there. That, that's I. Yeah. That's a great idea because yeah. that is like so. Okay, because it, it I, was a beautiful place. You can see it was a beautiful place. We saw it in I, Clone Wars. I, I, yeah, I can't Wars. wait to see what's going to happen with the Mandalorians because there really is this place of compromise coming between the Children of the Watch who can't remove their helmets and like the Night Owls who do remove their helmets. And what is that going to look like? Mandal- the Mandalorian culture, we know it. We've been that has been drilled in our head very to very very high uh, a very high su- uh, success on the show of how their culture is so dependent. Like it is makes them who they are. Mm-hmm. And to see these cultures come together, have very different ideologies, who look at the same scripture the same way and interpret it in very different ways. I'm really excited to see how they're going to form politics out of it because politics is what destroyed that country mm-hmm. or that world and Bo-Katan and the armor clearly understand that's what broke it and I do think these two women who also are together and they're like horned owl as Emma shipped them and that is their name um, who? I, the horned owl <laughs> it's pretty good Miss you, Em. Um, but uh, I do think that would be a great show. These two ladies rebuilding a planet and rebuilding a civilization together and figuring out how to navigate through politics and culture and religion and different, like, that right there is Star Wars. And then you throw some monsters in there and a lightsaber and, like, somebody has the force somewhere, boom, you got a great Star Wars series. So I'm here for that. Um, I'm really excited because I think season four is going to focus back on Din and Grogu. Good. Um, I love I how it ended. So that he officially adopted him. Like that hit me so hard when he was like, "Can you basically baptize him?" And she's like, "No, he can't talk, so he can't do that." Which honestly, those things are helping me. Look, I know they're kids making decisions, but I'm glad this show. And I did look at it differently than I did last year with. Luke Skywalker, which wasn't fair. And I'm rethinking that whole thing now. But like, I do like that. She said, no, he's too young to make that decision because we can't make it for him. I think there's something really, really powerful to that. Mm -hmm. And speaking of like the Tucker Carlson's who like, like to constantly tell us that we're grooming people and that we're forcing children to be trans and the two year olds are getting surgery all the time that everyone loves to bring up. I'm like, where is this happening? I don't know. But like, the queer people aren't like that. Queer people are like, no, we've all been there. We've all understand. We will support you, but you're going to arrive there on your own. We're not mm-hmm. going to do that to you. Mm-hmm. And that's what was happening. It was very beautiful. And then Jarn said, well, um, I'm going to adopt him. And then he really will be a Mandalorian. And maybe he doesn't need to get baptized. But if I adopt him, will he be a Mandalorian? And they said, yes. He's his apprentice, not his son. I would like him to say the word son. We need some character growth for season four. Absolutely. But I love, what do you think of little Din Grogu? Well, the thing is, he's older than Din. They're probably about the same age. He's probably older. I mean, Din Jarns, right? He's got to be in like mid 40s. Young and, you know, he's older. I wish we'd find some more uh, uh, background. With regards to him, the truth about do you, him. Do you? Okay, I do. You I do. want to know more. Yeah, See, I'm ready. Nope, I'm ready. Not interested. We've got three seasons under our belt now. It's time to find out a little bit of more. A little bit more. He's not just a, uh, you know, figurine to keep throwing. We around. have forty-five years of Star Wars, right? Nineteen seventy-seven, mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. <sighs> 
my favorite Star Wars, 40 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means we have 43 years of right. Yoda, and we don't know anything about Yoda. We do not need to know Grogu's story. I would like to know Grogu's story. <laughs> keep it a mystery. Keep it a mystery. Don't keep it a mystery. I'd like to know the story, please. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not very good in the unknown. <laughs> so anyways, like they adopted each other. I love that. Like this is where like everything hits so well for this that like it makes this whole season worth it to me. Uh, he, they go back to see their friend, uh, Queef Cargo, and he's like <laughs> gives them some land because like he is now this rich, very powerful magistrate of this whole world, but is a good person and remembered where he came from and is leading with with opportunity and not leading with withholding. It's beautiful. I love it. Here's some land. Here's this most adorable house. And to all of you fan artists on Twitter, thank you so much for drawing Cobb Vanth on that little porch with them. You want, have no idea how many Cobb Vanth drawings there are and photoshops of Cobb Vanth in front of that house. With I can them. imagine. Oh, uh, it's happening. They did not. And Chase, if you listen to this, Dinbo did not happen. Chase was like, Brian, I just need you to be prepared that they're going to be a romantic item. They're going to be like the king and queen of Mandalore. I'm like, "Mm -mm. (laughs) it is not happening. It did not happen. There's only one person who can have Din's heart. Dinbo. That's pretty good. Or Dinbo. Sorry. Nope. No Dinbo. Din Cobb. That's where it's at. You know what? All ships are valid except for anything other than Din Cobb. That's the only one. That is the only one. Well, there you go. <laughs> but I can't wait to see Dick Cobb Banth coming back. I just want them to, you know, we were just watching Trixie Motel mm-hmm. uh, uh, with Trixie Mattel and her husband or her partner. Mm-hmm. And I really just want to see a show about Cobb Banth and Din Djarin building a little motel together in Mos Palgo. <laughs> we're all of like people can just go and have this little retreat a maybe a bed and breakfast yeah people like um not that he would be they around make anymore breakfast in the morning for him they have the cocktail party in the afternoon oh my god it would be great and what what's his dedra Yoda and the bartender um i'm in uh groku dedra and cyril mm-hmm. from andor if they're still alive those two people are very like uptight mm-hmm. but you know like they're gonna go to a clothing optional resort in mas palgo and have like the time of their lives they're like the would, staff yeah work in the front desk oh Living their best life now. They're like, thank God that empire crumbled. I can finally be gay. I can be myself. Ah, still terrible people for everything they did, but whatevs. They're now great employees. You know, maybe they're cleaning like the back rooms. They were cleaning. No, I want them to clean. No, they should be cleaning for all the sins that they did to everybody else. Gives them the dirtiest corners of every gay clothing optional place in Palm Springs. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) Okay. So I just rambled for a really long time. What was it about this episode for you? The ending. What the little zoom in of the little, the little circle just on the two of them. That was so adorable and made me so incredibly happy. Cause that was was it. That was definitely, I actually, I just, the action, I thought the action was great. The visual effects was, was real fantastic. I like the, Gregorian guards, is that what you call them? Praetorian guards? Praetorian, whatever. But anyway, uh, they were good. Because they were extra and they were shooting in Lady Gaga video? No, it was really, really. It was a good episode. Ra, ra, uh, uh, ra, I wish we had a little bit more of this kind of... Ooh la la. Watch out, bad romance. In the episodes, most of the season, but I didn't get that, so... 
anyway, on to the next. You know, I will say the jetpack scenes and all that was mm-hmm. rad. I loved watching the armor mm-hmm. fight with her tools in the air. Agreed. I'm over her, though. She's I'm glad been, she goes away. You know, she goes away, comes back, goes away, comes back. You know what? I, I, I will just say, don't think she's been so great. I yeah. love that character, but I do agree. But you don't like the character, but I do now. Like okay. she redeemed herself this year. She's not the villain. You thought she was bad. I the really time. was a hundred percent. You had certain. me convinced she was going to be, yeah, and she's not. So that makes me happy. You had me convinced Boca Raton was going to be uh, <laughs> bad. She's not. She's not. I like and that. Now she's on I'm, vacation in Florida. No, she's at Mos Palgo. She's going to Boca Raton. Mos Palgo. That's the gay place in Star Wars Galaxy. Cobb Vanth is the marshal. Oh, my God. And he re- and, mm-hmm. and, and Din Djarin fixed IG, made him IG-11 again and made mm-hmm. him a little marshal. You know why I made him a marshal? No. He's like, because I am in love with the marshal. So I'm going to give you a marshal because my marshal is my man and I love him so much and I miss him. And I'm going to give you a marshal because everyone should have a marshal. Just like, honestly, I believe everyone should have a Tom Berry in their life because I am so lucky and everyone should have a little Tom Berry. What? No last names. <laughs> Everyone should have a, a Tom Johnson. <laughs> I think it's too late for no last names. <laughs> I've hoard out that last name all over the internet. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah, so anyways, I really, I you know, the season was not great for me. I wish it was because I love The Mandalorian. Um, this, the last 10, 15 minutes of this episode, though, Fantastic. So I hope you enjoyed this because we didn't do a lot of talking about the episode because I didn't have anything nice to say. However, next week, I am very excited for next week's episode because you and I, Thomas, are going to dig in to the studios behind season two of Star Wars Visions. All righty. I am very lucky. I've been given access to screeners for Visions. I have seen all nine episodes. All nine already? They are so good. Huh. Tom doesn't want to see them. Tom doesn't no, like watching like screeners. No. Um, Let's get the little thing across. Serving pink milk. Don't copy this. If you copy, we know it was you, Brian. We know it was you. And then I got to watch it on the little monitor. <laughs> Anyways, Just they're so TV good. Watching. They're so good. So I can't wait to um, personally for myself get into these animation houses and um learn more about them and for tom to watch some of these things and then maybe guess what the episodes are going to be like i mm-hmm. think it'll be a fun little it'll be a fun little thing well, I look forward um, to it. but before that thomas do you have something to tell them i have nothing to tell them about patreon oh please support us go to patreon <laughs> Can I tell you people that all week long Tom's like you really got to tighten that up You really got to figure out a way to say this That was before 18 Intros today <laughs> <laughs> Anyways there is uh, Thank you for all the supporters on Patreon If you would like to support us and help the show Grow you can follow the link Down below also make sure and to join thank you. And thank you make sure to join our Discord and you can follow me and the show In the meantime on Twitter And Instagram at Serving Pink Milk you ready, Bebe? I'm ready. I hope this was a fun episode, everyone. Write a review before you get to the end. With that, let's drink, drink up. up. <laughs>